know what you should do? You should cry. Cry more? more. (laughs) I can cry way more, bro. I do want to clarify a little bit with aggression, because we had a lot of questions about that on last week's podcast. And there's people that don't understand the difference between fear aggression, pain aggression, aggression aggression, dog aggression. And there's so much there. Unpredictable aggression. Unpre- and then the unpredictable, which, was, which was, will cost a dog their life, is the unpredictable, dangerous aggression. And people have a hard time seeing the difference. That's because you're not well-versed in dog behavior. I know. So that's <laughs> what. Well, duh. That's why we're doing this. But, like, yeah. that's a So <laughs> fear aggression is typically going to be in a recoil. It's the, You know, they're, they're doing this. Blah, they might lunge out at you, though. I mean, they'll lunge out at you. Right, but, but you, you got to look at body language. This is a dog that's probably has his tail tucked. It might be crouched down. I think, the word, be... I think the word would be is the dog is trying to avoid you. Yeah. Sure. And however far that goes, running Think of from eye contact you, is like this. They get into a corner. They're snapping at your coming in. They, mm-hmm. yeah. Are they backed up in the corner of a cage or a that or dog a does den not want to bite you? Yeah, that dog does. It not doesn't feel like it has any other options. Right. It's just too afraid. And the majority of times, when you are able to leash up a dog with fear aggression. And get them closer to you, that usually fades away. Abraham is the one who comes to mind. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I was thinking. I mean, he, it would be like the poster child of like fear aggression. Yeah. When it comes to, you know, he's he's in that crate and trying to get him out. And then I just like would slowly reach in and he snaps. You finally get him out, you reach again, he still snaps. But you can see it like dwindling and dwindling like the closer I can get him to me. Yeah. Let him out in the yard. Approach him again. Still does does the same snaps thing. I I persist calmly. Do the motions of the hand, and then you see him, you know, just kind of surrender because, and once again, like it, especially if you like put those videos with him, it's like he doesn't want anything to do with me. He just mm-hmm. wants me to go away. Right. He wants you to leave him alone. Yeah. He's just terrified of my presence. He doesn't have any like you know a whole lot of human experience or anything. So, or at least ones that are positive. So. He's looking to just me as as the variable in his situation. He's just looking to make me go away with like all these dramatic ways and stuff like that. So, of course, somebody could look at that and be like, "Oh my God, look at that dog! It's gonna right. bite me! He's right. gonna bite! He's gonna bite you, bro!" Right. Like, but you know, obviously, I like I, I know what I'm looking at, so I realize that there's no intention behind that. There's no intention. There's Obviously, him snapping, and you'll see me pull away a couple times, but then I just go right back. If that dog really wanted to get a really aggressive and like come after me, then he would have. But he's not doing it to hurt you; he's doing it to communicate to you. Yeah, That's he just wants, he wants you once to again, leave and get him away. Yeah. He wants me to just go away. Right. So. But there is fear aggression that can escalate to if where they will lunge at you. Because they really are trying to communicate to you to get away from them. So if you took that same behavior, like you have Abraham on a leash and he's you know snappy and wants you to get away from him, and you escalate your behavior, then he, you're going to escalate his you behavior. You aggravate the situation. But I'm also thinking about like Chili and Ruby when they first came, and they're bucking at you, the two of them moving together in unison. Mm-hmm. And as you approach them... The, or dogs approach them. Bah, 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 bah. They do that. Like, from, yeah. you get away from us. 
because we can't think. <laughs> yeah, but that 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 one's you know, and all these specific cases are, are interesting. But that one's a specific case because if you had just one dog, you you that that's that's the littermate syndrome to where if you had just one dog, they wouldn't do that. They uh-huh. wouldn't do that or or significantly but, less, they feel safer as the pair. Those two have been doing that for years. Yeah, that's what they're conditioned to do. They've been living in like a garage and not a whole lot of interaction. N- no one's asked them or you know, made them cope with different things that give them fear that they lash out as. So them as a group, they work as a group to be like, to double, rah, 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 mm-hmm. I want you out of my environment. Double the scary. I don't want to deal with you. Us. I don't want to deal with you as a variable. You're scary. I'm not going to think and learn about you. Go away. Bah. Mm-hmm. And they did that as a pair, which made it, which heightened things for them, which made things seemingly more aggressive because well, and they're two large <clears throat> dogs. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they're like. Burr. So it looks it looks way grosser when like you know, and as I as opposed to being that to being two chihuahuas. I you I, know? I have a video of them where it's like yeah, it looks nasty, mm-hmm. but like, but I can see that and be like oh look at those girls like you're just doing over the top like. Not thinking on. things, right. but and honestly, but, I don't, honestly, the other dogs at the ranch knew it too. It's like, all right, bitch, yeah. like, damn, like. But we have to try to look at something like that from the public's perception. A uh, what are they seeing? And I, I try to identify it for them. What are they seeing? And I think well, the number for, one thing for those is two, generally always recoiling if they're moving backwards. Yes, yeah, snap. Yes, yeah, snap. Yeah. It's never a continuous process forward. Right. Yeah. A, and a dog like that, that's fear aggression, if you're in a room with them and you approach them, they're never like going to run across the room and bite you. No. No. That's never going to happen. No, they're going to sit in the corner and shift you at you. Yes. Yeah. And growl and at avoid, you, snap yeah. at you. Yeah, maybe a little, do the little. Uh, little yes. rip the lip. Yeah, ripple, right. Ugh, ugh. And when I see that, I go like, okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna come right for you. Right. I'm not obviously not gonna charge for you. I'm gonna approach and be like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" Yeah, stupid? you get all your stupid cutesy what are you voice doing, sounds. Stupid. And I'm gonna sit on the floor like ten feet away and be like, "What are you doing? I'm not. I'm not a big deal." Constantly creating the theater that like I'm not a big deal. I'm fine. I'm not gonna do anything scary. I'm not making any dramatic movements. I'm just gonna keep scooting closer and closer to you. Keep saying the same things, doing the hand motions. I'm just like. Um, you know, just kind of making the motions of, of, of me petting them, get closer and closer, closer and closer. Maybe I get into contact and I reach and you like show teeth or snap. And I go, what are you doing? Once you snap and respond, I don't flinch and run away. I don't right. make it worse. But or you, yell but you might. Or yeah. Yeah. There's no correction there. Like no bad dog. No, you know, right. No, yeah. you're already, I know you're fearful. I don't need to give you any more things, things to be afraid of, to be fearful about, but you might get bitten there you could not get me somebody else <laughs> <laughs> but not like real, it's not, not like a grab and right. no it's yeah. a oh like, ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah i mean they, they they might make contact with me mm-hmm. you know it's like man i was bit the other day for an eval and she was like oh my god i'm so sorry it's like yeah i mean you made contact you didn't i'm not even gonna have a bruise from this right i look you at know. it as the same as going like this you said a freaky little shepherd at the end of a leash who doesn't know what to do. Also, littermate syndrome. Yes, and it's like dogs you're talking about. You're not going to hurt my feelings. You know, I'm not going to call my lawyer or anything. You know, nothing happened. It's just 
And, and honestly, what what is the case? It's like you have a little skittish, fearful little shepherd girl who has no experience, littermate syndrome, no skills, and she lashed out and she like made contact with me. Mm-hmm. Of course, if that dog did bite me and rip my arm open, I had to go to the emergency room. Well, that would be a different case. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case because that's not that dog's intention. I can see that from the beginning when that dog came in. It's all fear, no experience. Anything that's scary, ah, bark, snap, you know, it's just it's just all reactive just based on fear because it doesn't have any experience. So, um, But, yeah, if that dog did bite me and go forward, well, that would be a completely different case because that dog is... Um, you know, it's got a lot more behind it than fear. It has fear. It has not only has fear, but it has, I'm going to eliminate any potential opponents mm-hmm. rather than even think about dealing with them. And that's when, yeah, some of those cases is something you can work with, but you know, choose your own adventure folks. You right. Know, Cause well in the grooming world, when we used to, you know, groom dogs back in 1929, <laughs> in the depression, <laughs> <Why are> you <laughs> so old. <laughs> You know, you would have dogs that you worked on that you would take from the client at the counter that was perfectly happy little dogs. Yep, you know, no problem. T- no, pr- I mean, friendly, wag their tails, yep, and just you take it across. No take problem. them and put them into the cage where they're going to wait. You know, until you're ready to get them, rough them in, bathe them, whatever. And as soon as as soon as you close that cage door, right they, they did. They didn't make any sound <laughs> until you went to get them. Yeah. And then you open that cage, and they hit the back. It's like, it's like they become a different, a different gremlins. Yeah. Gremlins. And if and if you reach for them, they'll bite you. Yeah. They're going to bite yeah, you. you we, we, call it, we call it cage it's shy. Cage shy. And they don't mean it, but they're but it's like it's like they're in a different because they're enclosed. Well, they're in a completely new environment. Yeah. And then they're in an enclosed environment. And so, you know, like, like, like at, at, at the ranch, people would say like, oh, you know, what kind of kennels that we, we call them dens uh-huh. because instinctually for dogs, they do have dens where that's their own little safe, comfortable spot where they can eat and, and be comfortable. But, um, you know, in the wild, that's kind of how they see things. And so once, once some dogs are in that safe space, they don't want anything challenging them. Even if, uh, and especially if it's new and fresh and in a completely different. And I'm coming to get them, and they don't know what I'm going to do. They don't with even them. know you. They're on the spot. So we're like, well, so they're like, bitch, what you coming in yeah. here for? That's when you get a leash and you make it into a lasso. So you get a leash, <laughs> and my favorite was always like the plasticky, like ski rope. Yeah, the the cheapy ski rope. Because is they your best because the, because they don't flatten, so they stay. And I can get a I little more get, lasso. I can like. get a little closer to them. Now, mind you, we're usually working with little dogs, a little Maltese, something but, uh, like that. We've had it in a big dog in like a. Think of like a big crate. Same, yeah. It's the same idea. Yeah. So I just, you know, you talk to them like, you know, like Trav says, what you doing? What's going yeah. on here? They're, they're, you're doing this. Because they're presenting this big, this big theater of like, yeah. go away, rah. They're doing everything I, they can to scare you away. And if you just sit there and be like, <laughs> and just nonchalantly, and you just, you sometimes you have to sit there a couple minutes or something. And like their that. eyes are going like this. And you have no reaction. All the things that they're instinctually doing to scare you away, and it's not working. Mm-hmm. And they just, you just see them start thinking there more and more, where it's like, now we're not growling anymore. We're not snarling anymore. We're just sitting there like, they're just thinking like, Ooh, What's shit. the next move? Nothing's working. Nothing's working. My at favorite all. is saying nothing and just getting a lasso and getting around their neck. Well, that's and what I do. Then forward. I take it and just flip it over their head and pull it tight. 
And then usually a lot of sometimes when as soon as you tighten that, sometimes they'll gator. You know, they'll start to do this kind of a panic thing. So I I tend to do it in a quicker fashion. As soon as I get it on, boom, 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 I pull you towards me so that I can get my arm around the back of you. And you have them there like, oh, my God, that was so scary. I'm sorry. I don't do, know what do I was Do you remember thinking? what happened to me? So you talk about this. So like in the very beginning, when Travis and I went rogue that one time, and I went out in the oh, rain. Sure that was all you. It wasn't me. <laughs> 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 Laura had to put her bra back on. No, I put my bra on. It was in the rain in my Toyota Matrix, which was real low to the ground. And I had to go through a gully washer. And that's where the water came up on the sides of the Toyota Matrix, down into White Rock Lake. And this little dog was in a doghouse. And the doghouse went in like this and over to the thing. And so it was way in the back. Well, these people are like, you know, they were scared. And they'd been, like, putting food in there and food in there. Well, I brought some, like, garden buckskin gloves and i was just like i'm i'm just gonna do i was afraid i I couldn't tell them i was afraid (laughs) so i just had to get down there on my knees and i climbed in that doghouse and i just reached in there and i'm like (laughs) and i just grabbed that dog and i put him up like this he's like <laughs> and I started petting him. It's that moment. And him it's and it's all that of spot fleas. from point yeah. A to point B that yeah. makes all the difference. You it's know, that it's it's that whole threshold where some dogs, once they're like separated a little bit from you, until you can close that gap, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna, it's gonna look like they're a wild animal. Right. But, right. You know. And like I said, I've had them before where. If you give them a second on the end of that lead, they're, they're like going to bite it. They're spinning. They're alligator roll. Alligator roll. So the quicker you can get them to you, the, the better off you're going to yeah. be. If you could get them on the, you know, it's a two-hand job. You get them on the leash and pull them towards you so that you've got their head so they can't turn around and bite you and get your arm get underneath. another arm behind them. But yeah. if you, if, you know, some people, if you're slow and you drag that out, you make it worse. Right. Because then they'll, like, they're pee and they That's poop why I'm and not they talking flip. To you. And We're they... just going to do it and get it over with. Yeah. Well, you know, when I take puppy to the vet, one of my chihuahuas, I always like hand her to them backwards mm-hmm. and say, here's my, she's my bad chihuahua. I, you know, I just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I will say, she snap at them face, she, fo- face forward? I just she might like, don't take a chance with her because she might. Mm-hmm. And so I always hand her backwards mm-hmm. so that they can get her. And do, well, what I found out is at the vet, do you know what she does? So when the, they have their cage their bank of cages yeah. you know and that's you're either going to be tripled or doubled or whatever they have to put her on the bottom do you know what she does in there they open the gate she flies out like a flying oh, yeah. oh yeah there's the flyers yeah, you too. Gotta, yeah, you and, I, for and so i tell them I every now when i take her in i say hey you know she jumps straight out yeah. when you open the thing and yeah. so they told me this last time they said yeah we put her on the bottom yeah we've Why had did fl- they do that we had fl- it's just panic it's just yeah. panic so instead of recoiling and snapping she's just gonna leave yeah they want yeah. out of there yeah so we used to have that in the, in the grooming so room. So she's going to bite and jump. So we would have to, once you know that about a dog, we, you open up the door. You open it up this up much against you your body, mm-hmm. Up against your body so that I can reach in there and, and grab you before you kill yourself because you're a or little kamikaze pilot in there. She's a little freak. <laughs> so, yeah. So and, yeah, fear. you know, with, some, with, with stuff like that, too, I, I kind of, like, hesitate to give advice because, like, you know, if that happens to you or happens to me or any one of us, like, in the moment, you can tell. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, cage shy or, you know, this is all, like, antisocial behavior where they want to just make me go away, you know. I went out to a case one time, this is, like, years ago in McKinney to where, 
you know, you guys want to be see this like this this like Bordeaux who's like potentially aggressive. And I like went into the home and talked to the talked to the lady first for like a little bit about what she's seen. And I'm already like kind of like on edge with some of the things she says and some of like the erratic behavior. And so she brings out like this dog on like on on like a leash, and you can tell that like his whole demeanor, his whole growl, his whole balk with me just like being in the living room is like on a whole other level. Like, and then as soon as I saw that behavior, you know, I tell her, okay, you know, we're just going to stop and just like, <clears throat> first she like tried to hand me the leash and I was going to take the leash and the dog just went like, whoosh, oh. like super quick, dodged it, got the leash, got it to settle on leash and, and like would be fine for like a couple minutes, but then any kind of, any kind of thing, that dog would just like go right forward, up, up leash again. It's like, that was an incredibly an aggressive dog. And right. she had that dog that like, would like corner her children. Oh, mercy. And things like that. Oh, and I remember that. I remember that. I do. She had like a five-year-old. She, she had like four kids. It was just her in an apartment. Yes. She had a terminally ill child with like a hospice caretaker that had to come to the house that would do the same thing to the hospice caretaker. Yes. Um, she had so many things going on and it did not need that. I could, I could barely even evaluate this dog, but then everything that I saw was like, this is not normal at all. Yeah. And then she told me like a couple of days prior, he like cornered the five-year-old in the laundry room and he's just like standing in the laundry room for like an hour crying, did the same thing, cornered him into the bathroom and it was like, there's like no trigger to it. And I could see this whole dog's demeanor and his eyes and his focus and it was just like. This dog is wrong, man. Yeah. There's just nothing, just dangerous. nothing right with this dog. Yeah. And I just had her just put him away, and I talked to her for an hour, and I was like, this is not this is not something that you can be dealing with at all. I said, you know, I know you're, you're struggling. You know, your finances obviously aren't great with, like, everything that she had going on. And I just said, like, this is not a dog that should be adopted out to anyone. Or around your family. Yeah. And once again, when I worked with him on leash for just like a couple minutes, but once again, he's just on leash and I get him to settle, but I can tell he's like, just like right there. He doesn't trust me at all. He will not, he will not let go. And he wouldn't even, even with them, when I saw her working with them on leash, that, that he was just. Had you, he you, bitten you, anybody in the family? I don't think he had bitten anybody, but man, like when, when I first met him, like once again, I missed it, but he came up paused too. I had a scar across my forearm for like three months. He just scraped me. Yeah. But he like just dug in. And once again, he missed. But like, dog, he's going to do a lot of damage. So. Yeah. Um, that was one of those cases where I just I just told her that like, you know, contact your vet or take it to my vet, set it up. And, you know, you stay with him. And, you know, you just need to let this guy go. Yeah. Because he was like a three-year-old dog. Of course, like the first year wasn't like that, but then just got progressively, yeah. progressively that means something's worse, just not worse, right worse, with worse. you. But like worse <laughs> in degrees, it's like that doesn't make sense at all. Yeah, at all for a dog. To and be once again, like that. that falls into the category of now we're in unpredictable behavior. Totally unpredictable. When when we look at it and we go, we can't make any sense of why that dog is doing that. Yeah, it falls into <clears> the unpredictable yeah. behavior. And this is a rarity. And it it's, is a it's, rarity. It's, it's not something I like to talk about. I had about. forgotten about that I case. I forgot yeah. about that. I think that's I mean, the only you know, one of I those we have. <clears throat> I was thinking he was going to evaluate Braveheart you know? or something, and then I remembered that one. Oh, I mean, I can't tell you how many other cases where it didn't turn out like that to yes. where it's like, I have a dog lunging at me, a mastiff just, 
through the cage door at the Big kennel. Boy Bronson. <laughs> or, or, or Bronson or Braveheart, and I just look at that dog and I just go Desperado. <laughs> and I or Desperado, and I just go <laughs> not no. But not what you. was the one in um, South? But let's Texas. finish that story because. You what she ended up euthanizing that dog. Yeah, and well, I think well, we paid the bill. Yeah, yeah I, I I told her that in the moment. I was like, "This is what you need to do. This you cannot pass this dog to anybody else." Right, and that was um, the only way that we could help her because yeah. she was a single mom struggling. Yeah, is just let us pay for this. I didn't go out. It wasn't like a training call or, or anything like that. I just went out there to just see if we can if 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 we can take this dog in, in, into our rescue. She also didn't have any way to transport it too. Yeah. So but you know sometimes I hear all these crazy things or this dog acts like this or that and it's just like usually when I get there it's not true. Yeah. You know, but I got to that case and I was like, "Oh man. That's true." Yeah. She was she was right. Yeah. And and so yeah, in, in that moment there's there was no path for me forward. Um and so I just said, like, you know, I'm just going to speak on behalf of the rescue here. And I, I think, you know, this is this is what you should do. Contact your vet. You can contact my vet. Set up an appointment. I'm going to cover all expenses. This is the safest thing for everyone moving forward. Even that poor son of hers, dude, he's just like on the on the end of the room. He's just like terrible. It's just well, it's the kindest. It's just it's just a real awful do. thing for the four other kids dealing with. T- and then, the, you know, once again, there's a hospice kid in there. Right. right. Um, and then the hospice nurse, and it's just a, a completely terrible. And situation. you know, I look at a situation like that, at what a shame it is for those kids, because they'll fear experience. they'll fear dogs their for whole the rest life. of yeah. their lives for the rest for the of their rest lives. of their lives. Yeah, and 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 uh, rightly so. And you know? yeah, rightly so with with living like with with a dog like that. Yes, that dog would be fine. Just kind of do it like a waggly tail, but you could tell the anxiety was there. It was there, and then somebody moves quick as a hoss, hoss. And sometimes it's a balk, but sometimes he would go. And once again, sometimes he would balk at me. And I was like, oh, what is this? Work a couple times. It's like, no, he's just going to go. He's, he's gonna, just going to bite he's you. He's just going to go right after yeah. me. Right after me. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, you know, Bronson, Braveheart did the same thing to me. But once again, you know, it's, it's, it's that trained eye. You can see that like energy signature. You can see the determination in their, in their energy and their movements and how kind of dedicated they are. Or you can see, you can also see like the fear in it too. Where mm-hmm. It's like, I can see you're fearful. You're just looking to balk to make me go away. You know, like sometimes I wonder how much of it we see and how much of it we feel. Hmm. It's a little bit of both, yeah. but it's mostly what I, it's mostly what you see. I had to recheck myself several times in that house with that dog. Is like, Cause I did the same thing. It's like, is this me? Is it me? Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, walk yeah. around a little calm, bit. Calm yourself. Calm yourself. Well, like, I mean, take the dog back, the bring it back, that, start over. You know, take like, the dog, bring it back, start over. Bring it back, start over. Bring it back, start over. Walked it outside for a little bit, brought it back. The whole time, I was like, I did that reset and I was walking outside. I thought for a second, it's like, maybe I can get this to click. And then I saw that dog's demeanor just change to focus, to focus, to focus, to focus on me. It just, it just couldn't, it just couldn't stop, couldn't stop. And that, that's when I knew when I had it outside. I was like, no, yeah. not this one. No way. I remember with Desperado. He told me Don't this is after he after he brought her out and said I'm taking this dog home. But he was yeah. there for a while, and he I think I was he there told for an hour. I think you told me like several days later. He goes if he goes I wouldn't share like the video of what she was doing in there because you would have said don't bring that dog. Home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't even know what she did. But I knew well it, she was she was doing the same stuff that that, that Bronson was doing, um, 
And she's and she is she's a very determined dog. And yeah. she and she was a tough case. She was a tough case for her mama still to this day. Yeah. Remember you couldn't put any medicine in her ears? Mm. Yep. <laughs> Working on her ears she's was like not hurt anybody. But no, she, no, but, she was gonna get you for but, that. But she has she has a strong opposition to things. Yes. And and she's that, a big strong girl. Well, I and, and, she's a donkey girl. And and, <laughs> and and mitigating that opposition, you know, there's kind of a give and take there where it's like, I'm going to continue forward with what I'm gonna do. You're going to get a lot of praise and love and just constantly work and desensitize, 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 desensitize. She's not going to bite anybody, though. You know, like like that dog, that dog will bite you in a second. But, yeah. but her, she's just scared and she's just very opposed to things. Well, and doesn't know any other way to communicate. Rather also, than that dog was fucking tied to a tree for a month down there in the bayou of Texas. And dropped off at some. It was picked up by animal control because she was chained to a tree, and the people moved away. She's chained to a tree for a month. Did she ever lick you? I don't think so. Somebody did. She was just the one that was in heat that would never go out of heat. Oh, she was like a stuck pig. Yeah. Yeah. But what was the? I keep thinking, and I always get this wrong. What? Which was the male Bordeaux that we got out of South Texas? That they, the owner was like. Saying he chased him Willie off with a Nelson. baseball bat. It's Willie Nelson. Oh yeah, it was Willie Nelson. He could not be more benign. <laughs> and they they were afraid of him and had a baseball bat. Yeah, it's Big Henry that's at the ranch all the time. Big Henry, Willie Nelson. Not scary. Yeah, not know. scary. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Big sensitive boy. I always would say this is where I get it confused. I always thought it was donkey. No, no. But it wasn't donkey. It no. was yeah, yeah. No. Donkey was in the shelter in the valley. He was just, yeah. I guess, an owner surrender down there. But no, Willie Nelson, they said... His name's Henry now. His name yeah. is Henry now, but... Um, and he, he's living a charmed life on a horse ranch. He's a good boy. He's a he's very a nice boy. He's a super sweet good boy. He's a very boy. sweet boy. <laughs> and yeah, the owner... And you don't the need a bat to corral called him. Animal, animal, and when Animal Control went out there, they were out there with a bat. Like, yeah. they're because like, you know, they're going to beat his head in because he's going to kill them and i'm like okay this is i mean let's it's fun a time scary. i can't even believe that that's the dog that they're talking about i mean nope. he's a super sweet boy. you know who else is a good example of that fear aggression is that grumpy bear oh grumpy bear <laughs> remember him out in the fr- little out in the tiny bear starter starter bear in the lounge starter bear we have video of him yeah he's got lots <clears throat> of video of grumpy bear yeah Balking well, at you in the lounge. And and Bertha. Remember, I remember the remember dog. Bertha? I, just, I remember the dog. I don't remember the circumstance that you're Yeah, he was about. like hiding and buffing and just grumpy bear. Grumpy bear. I'm yeah. trying to get you to get away from can't him. Even, you got a million can't videos. Can't even remember it. That's, yeah. how, that's how dumb it yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so many bears bear. down the river. You've got a million videos of it so on your phone, bears, I guarantee. Come here. Come here. Why you do that? I saw it. Are you a mean girl? You are not. You just got bluffs. Huh. That's okay. You don't need to act all uglies. You 
don't need to act all uglies. No. Oh, you just get so scared. You just get so scared. Oh. He's a lap baby now. Hmm. Oh, that's a good girl. You're so sweet. You're so sweet. You're so sweet. Oh, look at that belly. Look at that big tough girl belly. You sillies. You acting all ugly, huh? You acting all uglies. You sweet. Oh, I know. <laughs> yes. that you worked with inside the lounge or she'd be in the den and she's not coming out and then she'd like bluff at you down the hallway yeah <laughs> now we could not do her ears we could we could not she was going to bite us to do her ears and because it's escalating right it's, and we ended up well, packing not, her ears that, and her. well hold on it's not that she's going to bite you it's that she is displaying a level of fear and potential aggression to where you know that there's some dogs you could that, that that that's BS and that you can push, and there's some dogs to where you know that's still BS, but I don't think it's. But, best. but you're gonna, gonna trigger. I don't think it's best to push you forward right. more. Not 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 with that energy. Not, not, not over that. something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Because we can we solve can pack this them and another way. Yeah. So why do I I don't want to damage my relationship with her? Yep. Exactly. So we're going to stop this right mm -hmm. here. And our relationship's going to be good. Yeah. And whenever Dr. Reno puts her under anesthesia to spay her, then we'll have her pack her ears, and that'll be the end of that. Yep, and we yeah. can be friends. And we can just be friends. <laughs> yeah. She felt the same way about her toenails. And yeah. We're not doing that either. And there are some dogs that that's just the way they feel about it. You know, There's some dogs, man, you get a puppy, and they're six months old, and you take them to the groomer for the first time, and they freak out just the same way. Sometimes it's just in their head it's already. just in their head. Or some kind of quirk. All you can do is condition, desensitize, and That's just what we used over to do and as over groomers. and over we again. We called it breaking their spirit. Breaking their spirit. Oh, just, it touching just, it, touching just it, touching it, touching it, touching it, touching it. Run the clippers on your head. Run the clippers you on know, your head. You know, when I have a puppy that comes in, a poodle puppy that has to be groomed his whole life with clippers, and it's, you know, I, it's nice. This is a word, word of wisdom to people who have dogs that need to have a haircut. Get them to the groomer when they're like three months old. So they can experience the because, vibration of a clipper. Because when they're puppies and they're little, they're not, everything's not so scary, but they also submit to that very quickly. They get where tired. They go, oh, this isn't scary. I'm just we, a baby. We just saw that on the Happy Tales page today. One of the, a, a puppy that needed to be groomed that was adopted from us was taken, he was getting his first haircut and she had his before and after. Is that that little yeah. black one? That yeah. I saw? yeah, he was a shaggy little well, Sometimes you get a little dog like that and we'll get it when it's three months old and it needs to have its face shaved. It's a poodle or whatever. It, I mean, you have to cut into their eyes or whatever and you get that clipper out and they turn into little banshees and l lose their mind 
And so we just take that clipper. We don't even put the blade on them. We just take the back side of the clipper and just put that vibrating thing on their face. Just put it on so their So it's head. not scary. Yeah. Tell them what good little puppies they are. And, tell, and if it doesn't take you that long. You have a calm, confident energy. You yep. lead that dog through. You show that dog that clipper. You and then they give used to just put it on their little face and just hold it there while we're just sitting and having conversation. Yep. We're chatting mm-hmm. about something just with this little puppy. You can just get you. Because you want to be calm while you're doing it. They're not struggling with you. Yeah. We're just gonna, this is normal. Once again, your energy, what you're, what what you're bringing to the table in that moment, you're the barometer for how that dog is going to feel. So you don't get to just like, oh, I'm scared and nervous, and just rub this clipper all over. What's he going to do? What's puppy. he going to do? No, you have to be calm and confident and centered in yourself. You have to be nonchalant. You have to see a, a freaky dog at the end of a leash and be like, who's freaking out, and be like, no, this is fine. And you just kind of just, oh, it's fine. Affection, affection, fine, fine, fine. Rub those clippers all over. Touch the feet. Work the clippers. Don't even cut anything yet. Over and over and over again. Desensitize, desensitize. And you know what? It doesn't take very long for that little puppy to be very tired because they don't have that kind of stamina. Yeah. So then whenever they go like that and you start shaving their face and they're still for it, then you tell them what a good little puppy you are. It's just so Mm -hmm. good. It's just so good. And they go, ooh. It's like breaking a horse. Yeah. You know, same thing. It's, just it's just super in a fast. little tiny, a little, t- you know, and you build on that. You build that relationship with the groomer for these little dogs. People make a, a terrible mistake of like waiting until they're like seven a, months old like or a something. Doodle who's gonna gets a haircut and grows to be, you know, a ninety pound dog, and then you take it into the groomer at ninety pounds. And now I've got WrestleMania. Yeah, and you know, now I'm not wrestling a bear. Do this once a month. <laughs> exactly. Starting from scratch. And then that's why they get kicked out of the groomers. That's why they get kicked ca- Exactly. Because you. Because I don't want to do that. Because you as the owner did not do what you should have done from the yeah. beginning and, and helped condition this puppy when they were little. And also, if you're a very talented and established groomer with a good clientele base. You don't have to take that. You don't need that. That's what a lot of people don't realize. <laughs> PetSmart isn't going to say no to you, but yeah. good groomers are going to go, no. Nah, nah. I'm not going to fight your dog. That's why I was always, dog. so I don't have a cat anymore. I've said that many times. I'm sad because I don't have a cat. You want one? But I had a little. <laughs> we can get you one. She wants a cat. Go pick one. Go get princess. <laughs> so I love, yeah, get princess. I love my cat. She was a long-haired cat. So we would have the mobile groomer come to the house. Yeah. I would tip that lady like, mm-hmm. you know, big uh-huh. because there was like two cat groomers and she was a nice cat groomer mm-hmm. so i made sure she came to my house that she remembered was me. your cat nice yes yeah but i didn't want her to like toss me aside for maybe somebody else so i made sure i was the good tipper i've groomed some nasty cats in my life i mean i've got the scars on my hands to prove it yep. because i have because i always was the cat groomer well and i was the cat grooming assistant she was my <laughs> assistant but I, but I have seen some nasty, nasty. What was nasty the name of that nasty, nasty cat? Her she, name was Juanita. Juanita, there you go. Juanita. Yeah, she was nasty too. She was. She was a tiny. What like kind she of cat? Was, she was a Persian. A Persian, a like a Persian. silver yeah. Persian. Silver Persian, and she was she was tiny. She's like silver. this big. Yeah. She must have weighed like eight pounds. She was the nastiest. Is that the nasty. one that made you spray blood all over your? Oh shop no, whatever. that was a cat. She had only. That was like a new cat. That, and that cat, that cat was nasty. That cat didn't even need a haircut. I was just cutting that cat's nails. Oh, oh. Well, so don't, don't do that. <laughs> and you know what? I had that cat. I mean, this is like the most horrific cat biting story that I ever have ever. Yeah, did you have like infections and stuff? Like it was in your... awful. It's bad. It, it was, was awful. It was a short-haired cat. It's just getting its damn nails cut. But you had it because the client I had wasn't, it. I the had... client wasn't there anymore. The client wasn't there. I had it on my table. 
and I would always hold a cat by the back of their neck just to I need to feel, I need to feel their body. I need to feel their body, their rigidness, their calm cuz some cats are like, well, they're like do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And other cats are like very rigid. So when you first get them on the table there, I hold them by the back of their neck to try to calm them a little bit. And this cat calmed. We're we're calm. It's it's everything's okay. And I reached down and picked up and to cut two nails and it went berserk and just started biting my hand as hard as it could like it's just biting my hand in every direction it's one of those cats that like a cartoon with all of its hair standing on end (laughs) because that's what this cat looked like like somebody had plugged it into a light socket but i i can't let go of this cat our grooming shop was was open concept like the ranch and it's on her table so she can't like let it go and have it jump in there and there's dogs on the floor and if I let this cat and the and the door is open yeah. to the outside, which goes to a so major if, so if I like protect myself and just let this cat go, this cat's probably going to lose its life. It's yeah. going to be chaos in there. So I grabbed a hold of the back of its neck, and I'm going to take it to the back to a cage, which is probably 15 feet 15 away. 15 feet at the most, but I've got to open the cage and I've got to get it in there. So I'm holding on to the back of it, and it is just spiraling and biting me and scratching me and biting me and biting me. I think you were screaming. I probably was screaming. I'd be screaming. And had to open that. Nobody's going to (laughs) help. And open that door up, and it started biting my other hand as I threw it into the cage and shut the door. And it was like a a bloodbath. I mean, blood is just squirting out of my hands. You had so many bites. I had so many bites. Thankfully, one of the guys that was on shift there, we used to have guys come in and do anesthesia-free teeth, teeth cleaning. Clean. He was a he was so, a paramedic, which also oh, made you it had like Ken there. I had Ken. It there. was Ken there and one of his guys who was a, a paramedic. Who was a paramedic? Yeah. But it also meant that there was we were really busy. There was a ton of dogs. In we there. were really busy. <laughs> so, you know, he takes me over to the tub and we're trying to flush it and clean it, and blood is just spraying every like, direction. Bloop, bloop, bloop. I'd been passed out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. So the worst thing about cat bites like that is like the next day, my hands were so swollen. They look like lobsters. What Jessica called She couldn't me. drive. She I, had lobster claws. I couldn't drive. I can't she, drive. She couldn't turn the key in the ignition. You know, this is in the olden days before you could just push a button. Yes. <laughs> she couldn't drive because she couldn't turn the ignition. I couldn't turn the ignition, and then I had to, like, get the car, and I couldn't do this you with couldn't my You couldn't do hands. this, and I don't think you could have done this it's well like enough. because, like, cat saliva has, like, something really? extra bacteria. Extra bacteria. Nasty. Well, they bad call bacteria. it cat scratch fever. Yeah. <laughs> well, it bit me to the bone. Yeah. All in uh, oh, multiple yeah. places on bad. my hand. Savage. And then, it, you know, then you have to worry about the infection, and... So yeah, Jessica just I couldn't I had to drive work, I couldn't drive, and she just Which makes me. her just mad. <laughs> you wanna make me mad? You wanna make me really mad? Take my my ability to do what I want. Like to <laughs> I can't I can't wait till you get <laughs> old enough where that's that's ha- yeah. It's gonna be awesome. Immobility for me. Oh Lord. <laughs> She's gonna be bad. Bless, so my, angry, bless my family's heart because once you immobilize me, it's all over. Let's just hope she loses her mind at the same time because if she has her mind, oh no. What did the, what what did the client say? She, she was did nasty. Not give a shit. Did not she was care. nasty. She young, she old? She, she was, was young a, and pregnant, I think. I don't know if she was oh. pregnant. I think she was pregnant. But no, like, she didn't care. She didn't get, she didn't, ha- there right. was not one iota right. of sympathy for me. <laughs> you know, it's weird too. It's like, you know, out here and really out there too. It's like, if you get bitten by a dog, it's like, it's kind of a big deal. 
Like, yeah. if you have to go to the hospital or something like that, basically, she did. basically animal control is going to be, like, knocking on, on your, your door. They don't do that for Next cats. Day. But for cats, they're just like, whatever. Whatever, cat. Cats. Cats. <laughs> <laughs> Princess bites you. I don't, no, Princess has it. Don't me. care. Like, she did not care. <clears throat> she did not care at all. She was actually just a little bit angry yeah, with she me. was irritated at you. Irrita- well, irritated. you didn't cut her nails. <laughs> Stupid. Lazy. <laughs> Lazy bitch. So lazy. Bro. You only got two of them? Yeah. <laughs> I got a cat with no nails cut, and there's blood all over my cat. <laughs> you start. Yeah, you ended up. You, you, you ended up worse than my Scare her cat. <laughs> you ended up worse than when we started. You blew it. You blew it. You wasted her whole day. I'm sure and she, I made her cat upset. I'm sure she had to drive like ten miles to get to you, which in LA is a, that's like an hour. Did you charge her? You know, I wasn't even there. No, she was already gone. <laughs> I was in the hospital at that point. So yeah, somebody else. Somebody else. Had, I'm pretty sure it was Rochelle. Probably that exchange. Yeah. yeah. And Rochelle came back and goes, "Bitch, don't care." <laughs> <laughs> but it is funny how there's no like report or anything. Is that because our our cats not like as? Can they not like get, cats can't get rabies? Can they not get rabies as much or as they're dogs? Not gonna, or? You know, dogs, you hear of dog maulings and they kill people and they disfigure them to the... And a cat, yeah, you're just like... That's true. All over, there, you is, know? there is like a Monty Python like a, cat flying out of the bushes. It yeah. was very Monty Python-esque. <laughs> Maybe that's it. It's like, you know, cats just they're not They're not going to maul you to not death. Not that capable. You may be bitten all up, but they're not mauling but you But you were injured to hell, so it's yeah. like, it's not like they're It harmless. was very bad. Yeah, a cat's not going to gnaw your fingers off and gnaw your face off. And the cat... I always thought that when the dog does that and animal control comes, that that was about rabies. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. But about like cats rabies. can have rabies too, so exactly. that doesn't make any exactly. sense. Exactly. That's you know. It's a that's double standard. It is a yeah. double standard. I'm not going to stand for it anymore. You heard it here, folks. Well, Princess got out of the cat cafe after biting all those people. Nobody did anything. Exactly. Well, she bit me. I didn't do anything. Because well, people maybe they don't realize this, and maybe this isn't the same in every state. They're cats. But in Texas, <laughs> in Texas, like when Carlsbad bit Ricky, and Ricky goes to a doctor, they ask him the it's information. The it's the law, and that goes back to animal control. And so there may and not they be a come law. out. And Collin County was out at the ranch the next day. They always are. The they next day. They always are. They want. They've got a report. I don't know if that's this. just our county. That's like that's Johnny on the spot. Well, what's, the pur- what's the purpose of their visit? The purpose of their visit the dog is has to be quarantined. The dog has to be quarantined. Okay. So where is the dog right now? Okay. Because they'll come and take it. You then they'll quarantine. Quarantined it. where? Well, see, this is the thing. When I had when I we broke up the dog fight with Mui and my dogs and Sarge. and Sarge bit my arm, breaking up that dog fight, I had to go to the hospital for that. And same thing, they came to the door, but Sarge is my dog, so they want to make sure he's vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So I need to prove that. And they want me to, you know, confirm to them that he's not going anywhere. He's that he's isolated here at my house. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like a home isolation. Exactly. They're not yeah. going to take Sarge and mm-hmm. take him to the shelter and isolate him. They're not. Well, that I remember that because it's like we all stood around as they're driving in and be like, he's not taking our dog. They're not yeah. going to take my dog from my dead yeah. hands. Right. And yeah. he was very nice, and he never super had any nice. Yeah. Of doing but the reason for County, the quarantine, is, right. the reason they want you to quarantine the dog is because of rabies. Is because of rabies. Yes. Okay. So, but not for the cats. But not with the cats. I don't understand. It makes yeah. no sense. And, you know, I went to the hospital. It's probably hard to quarantine a cat. Cat bites, yeah. so it's, it's a kind of the same thing. The reporting should be the same. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. And a cat is also way more easy, you know, in theory, to quarantine 
Unless you got bit by like a feral cat somewhere, but then they're like, you're like shit out of luck. Is that, who's gonna follow up that lead? Exactly. Whereas this cat has an owner, I can report the cat. Yeah, and I'm sure he'd go over there and just stand in the kitchen, just licking all of its blood, <laughs> all your blood off of his paws. Well, and, and the law probably came from like things like you've got strays that are running down streets, and the stray runs over and bites this little boy. Well, you don't typically have cats that are running down the street and going to yard and That's bite true. someone. Right. You know, true. it's a different right. But yeah, but but the whole thing of it was was supposed to be for like a rabies thing. But right. I guess, well, it's it's also just a general safety thing. Like it's I, I I've never really minded it. I think it's really fantastic to see our county be so diligent like that. Yeah. Well, after the, like what happened to that lady in Coppell that was mauled oh, and man. disfigured for life, I'm glad they do it. Yeah. Because there are dangerous dogs out there that don't need to be, you what know. What happened to those dogs? Did they euthanize they those did. dogs? Oh, they did. Thank them. goodness. Of course yeah. they did. They did. Because, yeah. I mean, they don't need to be out to be able to do that again to someone. So it's a good law. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's. And, and I'm glad that the county we live in has the resources to where they can respond within 24 hours. Because there's other counties in Texas that That's don't have those resources. Yeah. yeah, you know, I wonder if it's like, if it's somewhere way out where it's like you don't really have an animal control. Is, is it the same thing? Or is it like the next major city? I don't know because Lord knows in in dog rescue in Texas, we have learned many times that there's not animal control in a lot of places. And that they're not coming. Like you hear them say, look, there's no one to come. Right. Like when Mork and Mindy were out there on those people's front. There was no animal control. There isn't one. I don't think a lot of people realize that. Everybody thinks. Well, somebody always says, call someone. Well, sometimes there's no one to call. You want me to call? You know, there's no one to call. Right. And they don't believe that. No. But, but there was more laying there in the ditch on the side right. of the road. But I think it's I think it's really difficult for people to comprehend the size of Texas, and and like a, like the area that Mork and Mindy were out there at, how far it is to like the next county, and the, and those animal control people aren't going to come all the way out over. They're just not going to. It's not their jurisdiction. Right. Right. Well, it's also like I'm sure if you're in that <clears throat> in that type of area. And that type of demographic to where, and we've I've seen it on, on our own local page in in Anna to where it's like some people just feel like dogs should just be able to roam. Yeah, they should just be able to go wherever they want to go, yep. and everything's going to be. That's fine. how they own them. That's how you they've know? always owned them, and that's what's normal. To I've them. seen someone argue that about a dog that's get lo- that gets loose, and they live like right on a busy highway. It's like this dog should still be able to go wherever it wants. Right. It's like. Well, until it runs in the road and gets killed. Or, or causes a car accident. Or it causes a car accident and causes somebody else to get in a head-on collision and get killed. Yeah. All oh. because you're a stupid ass with your dog and you just, that's how you feel. Because you got a farm dog. That's yeah, we how had you clients like up the be. road that like <clears throat> they just let their dog. Well, not even, cl- I mean, I've been chased off <clears throat> by dogs. We, off, have cl- we had two clients. We had <clears throat> clients with a couple of Pyrenees that. No, it was a Pyrenees and a Dane. And a Dane that lived up the road somewhere. They'd come to the oh, road. We also, yes. we also, <laughs> we also They're like, knock, knock. These we are two separate cases. That check we ourselves yeah. in. Hello, mm. we're here to. They're coming to visit. Yeah. We'd call the people up and go, your dogs are here again. They the go, storage place down the road would call us and go, we got these dogs down here. Yeah. And we knew who they were. Here's their phone number. Call them. Yeah. They're like, all right, we'll come get them. They'll call us like once a month. Come get them. Yeah. They must have moved away or those dogs. They did. I hope so. Yeah. Well, I saw a post this morning. It was up in um, <gasps> kind of northeast of us. Mm. And someone had dumped out like six piers all out there. And they're all laying like in the, you know, side of the road, by the road. Six of them. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you know, somebody help us. 
you know. It's pretty commonplace out here in the country in Texas that them. people have Pyrenees mm-hmm. roaming around. It's just pretty- on my way up. There are several houses that I know that you have a Pyrenees that's yeah. out here about because you have livestock or ducks or right. something. Honestly, like and, and the- I and that is a lot of them. That is their job. That is what a lot of them they have on their property. There's two Pyrenees up the road up here that I walked by with Bubs before that will come charging the fence and scare the poop out of Bubs. <laughs> but they're contained in their yard, and it's probably five acres. And they do have livestock, and that's what those Pyrenees are doing. Yeah. But they take care fantastic. of their dogs. That's right. Yeah. I mean, they're still contained, they're still in, their contained yard, in their yard, and they're groomed. Hello. Yeah. They're in good shape, and they're fed, and they're, they're doing their job. But to just let them just roam about. The countryside. The countryside and go wherever well, the hell which, they want. Which dog I mean, I, I'm bad about this, but remember we had just had the two Bordeaux's and the one would jump out and cross the fence and go... Oh, sister. Sister. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Sister, she's leaving. <clears throat> you know, like they've it. only got like a four-foot fence and they're and they're not home. They've gone to work and they're not home. So sister's going to go find something to do. <laughs> find something else to do because this is boring. <laughs> and that's just how some dogs are, you know? And I'm sorry, but it's unacceptable. From my standpoint, it's unacceptable. So, yeah. Okay, we went off topic, shockingly. I was talking about as, Juanita. As we do. <laughs> <laughs> Juanita. It's so, great. I'll never forget that cat. Never <laughs> in a million years Nasty will I forget cat. that you, cat. We, you had a lot of cats that I would help you with. Some of them just because they were fat and I would have to hold them up. Well, not only that, but the condition that some people's long-haired cats come in. Yeah, with you know, turtle mats shell. and not yeah, well, with a turtle shell. It comes yeah. off like a tortoise shell. Yeah. You know, I have to shave it with a surgical blade to get it off. Or they bring it in and it's got like cuts through its skin because they tried to cut it off oh, themselves. Yeesh. We had a couple of those. You, you know, because they... people think that they can do that. Well, you uh. remember what I did to Sasha? She had a. Did po- you do that? I cu- so she's old and I, I didn't know. know you don't <laughs> cut hair on an old dog because it might not grow back. And so oh. she, she had this place, so I went ahead and clipped it, but it was up like on her back. It was her skin. No, I no, didn't. It was just hair. Oh. No. No, but what we're talking back. about is people holding up the, a mat like that and, and cutting it. Cut but it you're up. cutting no, a hole I in the cat. I did that on the cat, too, but I did, never cut her. <laughs> <laughs> While we were waiting on the groomer to come. Yeah. Yeah, we had that with, like, it must have been another Persian. We did a lot of Persians, but yeah, I think it was silver, too, or white. And, like, we started working on it, and then, there, like, there's a big hole Find on the side. a big gaping hole where somebody cut, has, you know, they tried it at home. Or oh. behind the ear here. Don't do that. Don't though. take scissors to your own dog ever. Or your cat. Or your cat. The end. Or operate on them. Cat. Cats. Don't cut your cats. <laughs> cats. Cats are pretty resilient though. I'm pretty surprised. Like, cause Princess, she's like, it's like a crazy cutter girl. She's just like. That's weird. <clears throat> she just gets cuts that. No. She's an obsessive licker. No, she's she's making it's sores. From she, she's yeah. making sores that's a, on that herself. That cat is nuts. She's nor- She's not normal. There's yeah. something wrong with that cat mentally. Hmm. Like, we've said. Th- I've said that from the very beginning. She will, she's she a psycho. <laughs> she will not go outside. And yeah, she always has like a, she always has like a new sore. But it's like all the other ones are healing up and like hairs growing back. And it's like I always see like it's got some big abscess and she's got one now. It's like on the back of her tail, um, and it's like it's got pus coming out of it and stuff like that. And I, I try and touch it and. I mean, she, she's gonna get you. <laughs> we were hoping that but she was like, she was bored, confined inside the barn. That mm. she's bored and like obsessively licking. But she's just what no, she she's does. just no, psycho. I mean, she's got plenty of stuff to do. Because she could go out and do whatever she wants. Plenty of space. She, she chooses yeah. to stay inside and, and lick a sore in herself. Yeah, yeah she's All like right. a cutter. 
<laughs> she really is. <laughs> she is. Because I don't know. She's just there's just something not right with that cat. But I saw you know I saw Conan get get a big old wound too. But you know he just takes care of it. Himself. Well, he's busy. He's like doing stuff. He's mm. like all over. Well, the well, she uh, princess. She she takes care of her wounds too. So it's just. Incredible how resilient they are. So you get a like, wound like that from like jumping over a fence, or from I'm sure like, he in, caught a thorn or something, or yeah, like a little. I mean, they're in those thorn bushes back yeah. there. Yeah, I wonder with the things they kill, like mm. how much do those things fight back and like maybe mm. wound them? how good of a hunter they are, I think. I, I mean, it, it's it's uh-huh. perfectly within the realm that like something just gave him a little scrape, and you and you get an abscess. I mean, yeah. I've seen an abscess for less, so. But I mean, it's all scabbed over. It's perfect. He's just missing a big hair in a spot right there. Well, and once again, the same thing with Princess. Like, she's got a big old wound, but they just heal up, and she licks it and takes care of it. And, and then makes herself have another one and somewhere then else. A uh, couple weeks later, she's going to make another one somewhere. How are they doing on the raw? How are you guys, How is you, both of you guys' cats doing on the raw? Fantastic. Mine are doing great. I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to use like 12 more cans as like a transition. Uh, Conan still preser- uh, uh, prefers the can. But he'll still eat the raw. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, when I go and feed them and they all like rush over, you know, and I'll start. I always start putting the raw down first and make like little plates, and everyone else just starts crushing it. And Conan just like licks and just like, you put that can out and he's like, you know, just like grabs it and like runs away. Um, But I'm just, I'm just still just doing like a really slow transition. But the greatest thing about it, once again, just like with dogs. I'm scooping the uh, the litter box, which I rarely even have to do. But you pull those turds out of there, and it's just like this super tiny, white, dried up, tan looking yep. turd. It's like all just chicken bones. And so, do you think they're still eating dry? Yeah, I try and watch the cameras. I know, I know, Betty Betty's gonna be the hardest one to get off of that dry. Yeah, because that's like really all I've seen that she wants. Mm-hmm. I think I'll probably always leave dry out there. Yeah. Um, I'll just I'll just have to keep I'll watching. He's a cat, daddy. I'll have to keep watching, just kind of see how they do. So, and what about yours? I mean, they crush it every time I put it down. <clears throat> um, the dry like gets eight, but I think I'm just gonna like not fill it and see what happens. I don't know that. that how would I know if they want the dry back? With your cats, because they're fat and old. Only one of them's fat. Be nice. <laughs> now nah, they're all fat. Mr. Katz is Mr. fat. Mr. Katz is fat. Whitey's not fat. Whitey's too old to be fat. He's a Mr. skeleton. Mr. Katz and is a whale. And kittens has always been the same size. She's not fat at all. She's not fat. If you took the dry away and they're bothering you, who complains? Mr. Mr. Katz. Mr. Katz. Always. <laughs> the fat one. Always. Oh, my God. So annoying. Um, right. Because now they complain because they want that raw. They want, they want me to bring that to them. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is fine. Which is fine. That's great. That, yeah, I got no problem with that. I and mean, they they want it. They crush it. It's never. Le- it's never. There's never How leftovers. Do you feed them? Do you put it on more than one plate? No, I put it. I put all the whole portion size in one bowl, and I just put that bowl on the floor. And usually they'll. Start, I mean, if, will I, if they I share, will they slap each other? Not. Not really. Um, Why do eats first? Okay, so they take turns. Oh yeah, well they've yeah. got a hierarchy. All right. Why do eats first? <laughs> Um, he'll pop them. <laughs> but like they'll do, like when I when I fill the bowl with dry, like they always kind of come over and eat it. So like I mean, they're food motivated. Um, I just don't. How do you know when it's time to stop the dry? I don't know. I've never done this before. I know, me neither. That's why I was just gonna like the, like their dry bowl is like basically empty now. 
but I don't know. Like you said, just let it be. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're. Eat, I don't know if they're eating it just because they're used to eating it, or if they like need it, or like I don't. I don't know. We're, just let it ride. Your cats have such different requirements than the barn cats, though, because they're working. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're active. These cats are active. My yeah. cats ain't doing nothing. Your cats are, are like this. Your cats are <laughs> Batman. Yeah, that, that's 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 why I really <laughs> I, that's why I really like worried about his cats for the transition of it, because my cats is like, man, they're like half feral. It's like, what if they got, I don't know, what if some crazy guy in a barn, he got a bunch of stray cats and he just started feeding them raw, you know, it's just like, whatever, you know, it's just kind of like a, a wild thing. Of course, obviously I want to take care of my cats and do like the best for them, but it's like, you know, they are kind of living off the land. Yeah, yours are eating wildlife you know? in theory anyway. Yeah. His are not. They could His be, you wouldn't know, about. but it's possible. Yeah, they could be, and we wouldn't know. Yeah. We right. have no idea what Mine they're killing, killing out there. And if they're eating it or if they're discarding we have no idea. Right. Yeah. They're just out there. But it's possible. With my cats, it's not possible. No. So. Your cats is either little friskies or the raw. They'll it's get like little <laughs> bugs sometimes. Like, little, like yeah, they'll get little bugs, but there's no meat on those. I was talking, <laughs> talking to Doug the other day, and I mentioned something about Trap's cats, and he goes... You know, he doesn't listen to the podcast, and I don't talk to him about Trap's cats. <laughs> for the best. Cats! For the best. I, you know, talking about Trap's cats, and he goes, Trap has cats? And I go, yeah, he has, like, six cats. He goes, my my uh, impression and my, my thoughts on him have immediately changed. He's like, <laughs> like he's dead to me now. <laughs> That's how Trap felt going in. But yeah. Yeah. And now they turned into his cats. But cats. I'll, just, I'll just never forget when I want to rescue those cats. He goes, no, I am done. Uh, I'm not doing this. I am no, out. Out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> All I want to do is take a cat over the weekend. He was like, <laughs> now he's like Colin cat daddy. Got a lot of cats. Yeah, they they have some nice cats in there. Nice cats in there. You go in there and cats. talk to the cats, yeah, the and they cats. get all stupid. <laughs> well, you walk in there, it's just all, it's like the wall of cats as yeah, soon as you that walk glass, in. That yeah. I love cats. I've been in there and seen some really nice cats in there before yeah. too. But I don't yeah. want a cat. Mm. I don't want. I want a cat, but I don't want the litter box. Right. I don't want a litter box. I don't want a cat. I got enough retaliation with Lamont. I don't need a cat's retaliation. <laughs> I bet it's you. Yeah, my, biggest, a... my biggest fear with them was just like scratching and destroying my stuff and peeing on stuff. But I haven't had any of that. I was afraid of that, too. I was so. afraid of that, too. But see, that's a bored house cat. Yes. Well, or, the cats will do that like, outside, like, a, like marking and stuff. Or like an unaltered male type thing. Yeah, if they're, yeah. If they're not. My cats will scratch stuff. They don't. They don't pee on anything like out of retaliation, but they'll scratch stuff. Yeah, because they're bored. Yeah, well, Lamont tried to hike his leg on my curtains today, but he missed. I pee on them. Oh, he always misses. Oh. He's just a bad dog. That's just all. <laughs> no, it's not true. I don't like this color. <laughs> I was home with him all day, and then I left to go get some lunch at 2 o'clock after I cleaned those filters Too that were long. nasty. Yeah. Yeah, and then he's hiked his leg. You know, he intended to hike his leg on the curtains, but he never hits what he aims he's for. He's like so. Benny. Benny doesn't. Benny never hits what he aims for. Never hits up, and then he's... <laughs> Close enough, man. He's right down. Jerk. Poor Lamont. I have no pity for him. He's Lamont. a bad boy. He's a bad boy. Mama. It's a good thing he's handsome. Very handsome. He's very needy. Mama. All right. That's our podcast, guys. Good times. See you later. Got to talk about cats. Cats. <laughs> cats. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Okay.